Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Sports Entertainment and Extra Shit, or the C Podcast, as we like to call it. Thank y'all for being patient with us. We have some things we got going on. Uh, we're trying to bring it live next week, so we were just getting everything in order for that. So be looking out for that. We might touch on that a little bit later. But uh, for now, man, this is our first time recording in the morning, man. Good morning, brother. Hey, good morning, bro. How you doing, man? Great minds think alike. What you what you got sipping on? What's he? You know, I got me some coffee, boy. <laughs> Yo, cup. Gotta have that coffee. First thing. Yeah, I'm morning. not really a coffee. Yeah, I'm not really a coffee drinker. I mean, I got that, you know, that green tea herbal joint with a little bit of a little bit of honey, a little bit of lemon. Oh, yeah, man. Get your get your uh get your voice ready, man, for the show. I feel you, boy. <laughs> yeah. Between that, man, and it, and it actually kind of wakes me up better than coffee. Like, to me, coffee really doesn't really work for me, like, to be honest. But <laughs> it is what it is. Top of the morning to you, though. Yes, sir. And the tea seemed to calm me down, so I can't be on here calm, too calm, because we about to get hype about something, man. I got I got some stuff to say, boy, about this game that happened on Sunday. But uh, anyway, man, uh, we're going to start y'all off with the NFL like we normally do, man. This was a wild, wild NFL week. We had some big wins for teams. Uh, like Dallas had a big win. And like when I say big win, I mean they beat Atlanta by 40. Uh, <laughs> uh, Buffalo had a big win, 45-17 over the Jets, even though we know the Jets stink. But they scored 45-17 there. So that was a, a trouncing. That was 28 points. Um, we had a Carolina, man. They put it on Arizona. That was surprising. Um, 34 to 10. That was a 24-point win. And then Philly over Denver. Philly put up 30 on Denver. Green Bay, donut to Seattle. And then the Chiefs put 41 up on uh on Vegas, man. So we we saw some saw some big wins. We saw some big upsets. So I want to start off by talking about. The big wins. Was, was it anything that surprised you for teams that had the big wins? Uh, the biggest, let me think, the biggest shock to me was probably the the, the Carolina game. The Carolina, the Panthers over the Cardinals. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if our listeners are also check out the 4 or 3 podcast or not. Uh, if you don't, you know, make sure you do that a little quick tag on them. Shout out to them. But over there on that show, man, I had we do, you know, you know how we get down over there. We do our weekly picks. So sure. previous to the game or previous to the roster change, I picked the Cardinals over the Panthers because the Cardinals been hot. Yeah. They, you know what I'm saying? They took an L recently. They got some people out. But I'm like. They, you know what I'm saying? The team that they still got a good team. You feel me? And I'm like, in the Panthers, they started off hot, but then they started taking a drop like Denver did. So I'm like, uh, I'm not too confident with their backups and all of that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, mm-hmm. and they got a lot of people out too. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take uh the Cardinals. And then <laughs> I made that pick. Then I see Cam Newton going back to Carolina. I'm like, oh man. I'm like, but it's He's gonna play, and then as soon as I seen the score, I'm like, yeah. So I think that was a real big win, man. Not only for the Panthers, but for just for Cam Newton him, himself. Like, and and it's just crazy how like some of these uh, some of these athletes are just kind of getting shunned out the league, and they got so much talent and still can offer team. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's people that got a job. 
that's nowhere near as talented <laughs> as as Cam Newton, but but yet yeah. still he's sitting at home. So I mean it was it was so that way I so I, I'm gonna go with that game, man, because it was a big win for the team and not only for the team, but a big win for Fowler's wrong because of course, as we all know, he just they just pat let him pack up couple couple seasons ago brought in you know what i'm saying like oh no we're gonna we're gonna go a different route now your your first option your second option now you're like well we still cam still out there let's let's bring him back home like you should have just kept him there (laughs) how stupid like yeah that's your first now y'all should just brought him in as a backup and you know let him learn under cam man but so i'm gonna have to go with the like I said, the Panthers over the Cardinals is, is probably the um the most maybe not the biggest win, but probably out of all of those other ones, like you said, the Bills over the Jets. I mean, a, a lot of people kind of seen that coming. Um, uh, a lot of people probably seen the Chiefs over over the Raiders coming. I didn't. I didn't pick that one right either. <laughs> or the Packers over Seattle because I thought Russell Wilson coming back was at least going to score a tutty. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Panthers over the Cardinals, man. What, what was your biggest win or biggest upset or whatever? Well, real quick, I thought that was that uh, Carolina game was crazy just for the simple fact that PJ Walker was the leading passer in that game. I think he had 167 yards, but he didn't have no touchdowns, though. Cam Newton only threw four passes, bro, had a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. So I was like, mm-hmm. so Cam Newton came in there with four passes, limited action. And put up twelve points on them, <laughs> like, like, all right, like, how how long are you on the field to put up twelve points? You know what I'm saying? And he he put up the twelve points, and I mean the difference was twenty four points, but it, but still, you know what I'm saying? So, PJ Walker had 160 something yards. Cam Newton only had eight yards passing, but one of them resulted in points. So it was like whatever packages he was in. Whatever he was supposed to be doing, he did what he had to do. So I thought that was I thought that was crazy. Uh, the other crazy part is just seeing Colt McCoy still playing. Bro. <laughs> like, like right. he, you know what I'm saying? Like he got a win last week. You know what I'm saying? He came in. He had 107 yards. He threw an in two though. So you know it, it was what it was. But the uh, Carolina had been roll or Arizona had been rolling. So it, it, it was that one was crazy. Just for the simple fact they had been rolling. Um, the the court both quarterbacks had comparable games like you know what I'm saying like 107 yards 167 yards both of them had interceptions uh no touchdowns so I, I was like wow they played comparable games the difference was Cam Newton to be honest with you man that little short time he was in the game he made something happen so it was like all right you know what I'm saying like you see the difference from having somebody who is a leader on the team somebody that still has some talent versus somebody who is, you know what I'm saying, there. And and, and don't get me wrong, like, P.J. Walker, if I'm not mistaken, when the uh, AFL was out, or U- USFL, I think it was, when the USFL came back out or whatever, he was balling. You know what I'm saying? He was balling. You know you know what I mean? And you see plays from P.J. Walker when he, come, when he comes in and plays, but, man, Cam Newton just on another level with that talent. And when, you, when he get those flashes, he flashing. So that was that. Mm-hmm. Um, man, the other, the other ones, it's, it's a few of them, man. I, a few of these 
wins. I was like, wow, I couldn't believe Seattle got donated. Like, I'm like, y'all didn't put up no points. Not y'all didn't kick a field goal. Y'all, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like that was wild. Uh and wild in itself. So so I, that's the main takeaway from that one. Like y'all didn't score nothing. I mean, all the stats aside, I won't even get into the stats on that game, but the fact that they didn't, you know, put up points at all, I was like, wow. I'm a I'm a I'm gonna say I, I'm I'm gonna say Bucks at or Bucks at Washington, bro. That, right. that one that one was wild to me, only because like you see quarterbacks like Heineke all the time, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like they come in, they have a good game in the playoffs, or I mean, just look at Caleb Haney, for instance. You know what I'm saying? Like he gets in the playoff game when he was with the Bears. He wins a playoff game, something that we didn't see Jay Cutler do too much of. <laughs> and then, and you know what I'm saying? And then, well, I, well, his first time he got in, he had a playoff game he lost. But, you know what I'm saying? He he gets in games. He he does okay or whatever. Or, or Matt Flynn, for instance. We can go to Matt Flynn. You know what I'm saying? He he balls out his little two games he played with, with Green Bay, gets a starting job somewhere. He's okay. He goes to – goes to Seattle and gets beat out by Russell Wilson, like, and he's no more. So Heineke reminded me of that. Like, all right, he get in, he get his shot, he ball, he's going to come back, he's going to be trash by NFL standards. He had 26 of 32, bro, 256 yards in the touchdown on what's supposed to be one of the most feared pass rushing defenses in the league. Tom Brady had two picks in the first half, first quarter. <laughs> two mm-hmm. picks. And I'm looking at the game. I'm like, is this Tom Brady or is they switch positions? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he Shane Sung him or something and took his soul and switched places <laughs> with him or something. <laughs> Cause it just looked bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Now, don't get me wrong, Tom Brady is Tom Brady. You know what I'm saying? He still threw two touchdowns after that. You know what I mean? Because it's time. But I was just I was just surprised that you you know what I'm saying that Haney only missed six passes and throw a touchdown and he looked like Brady like young Brady just dinking and throwing it everywhere you know what I mean he was locked just, in yeah he just he just looked like me so I thought that was I thought that was a nice little upset there uh, that one and the one that pissed me off the most well it wasn't necessarily no upset because I don't think we was favorite it was New England put up 45 on us bro. And that's going to bring us to the next football topic. What the hell was going on on Sunday? <laughs> what the? Bro, let me tell you, man. Listen, I'm watching the game, right? And I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, we score first. We come down the field. We looking good. Hitting everybody, you know, targets. And then Baker Mayhem showed up. For people who don't know, I call Baker Mayfield Mayhem, bro. When he act bad, he Mayhem. We not in good hands, bro. We need protection from Allstate. And, <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? And Baker Mayhem showed up, bro. We was not in good hands, bro. He looked terrible. When I say terrible, I mean the worst kind of terrible, bro. Like, I, I and, and all of it wasn't necessarily his fault. Like, Njoku had some drop passes. You know what I mean? He had a drop touchdown pass. Um, it was a couple bad things that going on, but. He made Odell Beckham's dad, put who put that tape together, boy, he made him look 100% correct. Now, the first game, you know what I'm saying, that Odell was gone, he looked, he made him look stupid. But, man, right. this one, boy, 
Ooh, it was rough. And 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 in credit to credit to uh Miles Garrett, I'm gonna just say this too. Credit to Miles Garrett because he said he came out and said, man, like the defensive coordinator didn't make no adjustments. You know what I'm saying? Like we was going out running the same stuff that they was running before, and you could tell, like, you know what I'm saying? And I've been seeing this since the saying this since the Chargers game. It's like we go out with this vanilla scheme and, you know, teams run up the middle on us or whatever. And you don't see, you don't see effort sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I said that on a 4-3. Sometimes you don't see that effort with people hitting the gaps. You don't see – and our secondary is, is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like the first few games we was getting burnt deep because they was trying to figure out who was supposed to be where. But they even lock people up for for time, you know, time and time again. But when they start running the ball on us, Stevenson balled on us, bro. Like he 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 was looking like he was looking like Jerome Bettis. So I'm gonna just put that out there. Like he was running all through us. So and he averaged five yards a carry. He had 20 carries, 100 yards, two touchdowns. So I mean, right. he was looking. I mean. And we let Mac Jones throw three touchdowns on us, bro. He didn't even had 200 yards passing. Like that, I was just like, wow, bro. Like we look bad. We look bad, bro. So, um, yeah. Shout That's out to Dearness. Shout out to Dearness too. Dearness was our our leading rusher. He had 99 yards and he had uh 50 58 um re- receiving yards, bro. So I'm like, we need we need some. We our receivers did. We we just look bad, bro. That's all I'm gonna say about it. That was that was surprising to me. Like we we put up seven points, and that was the first drive, and then we went out there and looked like high school, <laughs> like just bad, bro. Yeah, like I was watching uh some of that game. I didn't watch it all the way through and through, but like you know, I started watching the beginning of it, and I'm like, okay. <clears throat> I'm like Cleveland right there. They in it. You know what I'm saying? The, the score was still relatively close when I was watching it early. You feel me? So I'm like, all right, cool. And then uh, I forget what I did, man. I think I shot to the store, or, you know, did something. Came back like, all right, let me cut this back on. And then, <laughs> then I seen the points. I'm like, oh, man. So, you know, you know me, man. I'm an AFC North guy, man, Baltimore all day. So take a loss. So I was laughing at that. I'm like, oh, snap, they losing. I'm like, it's a wrap for them. And then I looked up, peeked over and seen Pittsburgh was losing at that time. I'm like, oh, okay. It's about to be a, a perfect Sunday. I'm like, nah, negative Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was still a perfect Sunday. They tied, so couldn't couldn't ask for anything better than that. But yeah, man, you I I get it, man, as far as dropping the ball, because my uh you know my stuff started thursday yeah i mean we're gonna get we, and we're gonna we're gonna touch on and we're gonna touch on that one too i just think that it's so crazy bro like i think it's so crazy that you can have miles garrett getting through you know what i'm saying causing his havoc that he causing um which which they had a, a decent game plan for him decent game plan for him too and i can't remember the um the offensive lineman name, a win. It was win. Uh number 76 for the um for the Patriots. He did a great job on Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett gonna be Miles Garrett, so he still has some sacks, some, some hurries and some in a sack, but it was just like, all right, you know what I'm saying? They they had a de- they did a decent job. You know, but it was like, where 
where's the adjustments? Like the, like you said, where's the adjustments? Why are they doing the same thing over and over again on us, man? Like, and and you can kind of see it. You can kind of see it in, in, in real talk, Baker, brother. I just, I don't know, man. Like, we're going to discuss his contract at a later date, probably at the end of the season, what they should do with him. But I got a, a nice little strong opinion about that right now. But <laughs> but anyway, man, it's it just that that was just that was just terrible. bro. Right? ain't no way. Ain't no way you come out and you running the same old thing. And I should be and I'm calling it like that they about to run up the middle. Where's where's this? At? They came out with a dime package, bro, a dime package when they had their backs to their end zone on a two yard line. We came out in a dime package. Like, who does that? Like, what are you doing? Cleveland Browns. <laughs> like, you know what? We need one linebacker for this one, bro. Just one. They're going to run it, though. But dime. I'm just like, all right, bro. <laughs> if, that's how, if that's how we want to play it, then it's going to happen like that all the time. Like, you're going to give up five yards a clip. You're coming out in dimes with your back against the wall. Like, and you know they're running the ball. So all right, well that's that's that one. Uh, I ain't gonna now. Now I'm starting to get pissed off thinking about that dime package. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, it just looked it just looked bad. Our game plan, you know what I'm saying? Some, some Baker did some overthrows too, like normal. It, it was just it was just bad, bro. We looked like we was out there. We was eating chips and stuff instead of practicing. That's what it looked like. But 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 anyway, uh, good job, New England, for that one. Uh, you play one, the best coach of all time, and y'all look like y'all didn't get coached at all. Uh, yeah, so that's that one. <laughs> now right. we can backtrack and say, what the hell happened on Thursday, bro? <laughs> what was y'all doing? <laughs> Probably the same thing y'all was doing, bro. <laughs> For real, like they was all in the meeting and, and together, like, you know what? We're going to tank it this week. Like everybody in AFC North, y'all down. We just gonna tank it this week. All right, keep everything close, interesting. Like, like this was this was this was our perfect chance to kind of start running away with the division. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> we come into the game similar to you know, like I said, very similar to what you just said about Cleveland. Bro, first drive looks great, looks great all the way down the field. Boom, to, uh. Uh, Andrews, boom, uh, Hollywood, Brown, boom, Bateman get one, Sammy Watkins get a little catch, the running game look good, Freeman popping a couple, um, I think Le'Veon Bell even got into the mix on that first drive, like, I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to see something, I'm like, okay, bet, I'm like, yeah, then we about to, we about to run the table on these boys, they hold us for three, they hold us for three on that first drive. And then basically after that, it was a defensive game after that. Like <clears throat> just the way the scoring summary went. First quarter, we scored three points. Second quarter, they put up two field goals. So they go up, they go up by three. Then third quarter, don't nobody score. And then in the fourth quarter, they put up 16 points and we put up seven. Like, yo, like what is going on here? So when I look at and break it down just on the game leaders, so uh two end up having to come in because uh Ted, who was I keep wanting to say Teddy Bridgewater. It's uh Kobe Brissett. Kobe Brissett. I don't know why I always get them guys mixed up, like always, just on the name wise. Like it's just <laughs> weird. But uh Jacoby Brissett 
he ended up going out with an injury. So they bring in Tua, which I didn't say nothing to nobody, but I had a fear that that was going to happen. I'm like, watch something happen with Brissett, and they bring in this lefty, and then the whole game plan just freaking shift. And that's kind of what happened. You know what I'm saying? He ended up coming in the game. I can't remember which quarter he came in the game. I want to say it was the second half, to be honest. Yeah, it was the Uh, second half, I think. Yeah, he came in. He didn't throw no touchdowns, but he still went 8 of 13. And had a a, a barely didn't do too much. He had 14 carries, 31 yards, and a leading receiver had 87. So, you know, when you see those numbers, it's like, okay, well, how how did they put up 16 on y'all? You know what I mean? But if you know football is down, it's distance, like sometimes you don't have to throw a lot. Like even the game uh, last night, the Garoppolo game, he didn't have to throw the ball that much. They was running the ball. You know what I'm saying? It's about being uh prolific if you will you know what i'm saying like you ain't gotta take take too many shots downfield but the ones that he did take downfield was wide open like he he had a 60 yard you know what i'm saying uh uh throw that that was clutched i want to say that was on the third down like come on and then and then also to that point man lamar jackson cannot do it all of course man i'm a baltimore fan I got nothing but praises for Lamar Jackson, man. He's definitely doing his thing. But he comes in. One, he has to throw the ball 43 times, which, you know, a season or two ago, you know, you would say, oh, he's not that type of quarterback that needs to throw the ball 32 times or 42 times. <laughs> well, he threw it 43 times. He completed 26 of them. He had 238 yards pass and one tug, one pick. You know what I'm saying? So he got to do that. He's also he was also the leading rusher on our team with nine carries for thirty nine yards. Which is wild, right? Like he still, they leading rusher had thirty one on fourteen carries. He had nine for thirty nine. Like that's just crazy, man. And then you got uh, Bateman, the rookie, which is starting to step up, man. So that's really the only positive I seen out of this game was Bateman. That's the only positive I seen out of this game. I think the defense. Uh, I think the defense definitely choked on a on a team that does not have a prolific offense, does not have an elite quarterback. This is not a playoff team. Like, and if you call if we calling ourselves quote unquote contenders, the teams that you supposed to beat, you should beat. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. You know, we all say on any given Sunday you can win or you can lose, but. <clears throat> the team, excuse me, the teams that you're supposed to beat, you need to beat, man. Like, that's the time where you're like, all right, let's see if the game plan is fully working and drive it down their throat. But like you said, man, I, I I take a lot of the blame off of the players, and I put more on, on the coaching staff. Uh, Greg Roman, bro, is like, like, what are you doing? Like, the defense, I really – they're going to play how they're going to play. I know we're going to blitz. I know we're going to run cover zero. That that secondary needs to, I don't know, man, get something in sync. It's, it, we we don't have, we can't say next man up because it's already the next two, three guys already up and playing. Yeah, right. So it's not like we can say, hey, man, you, you know, we're going to sit you down for a game and let somebody else get a chance to see if they got some better chemistry. No, we can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So, they got to get some type of chemistry, man. Like, 
this season I've seen way too many blown coverages, man. Two guys jumping on the uh, on the flat, and then it's a wide a wide open guy streaking down up the seam or down the sideline or coming down the middle. The safety didn't see him coming over late. The guy already caught the ball. Boom, 60, 70 yard touchdown. Like it's just crazy. Like too many big, big plays are coming like that. Now the now we're decent against the run and all the short stuff. That's cool. But that passing game, man, when when teams need to to take a shot, it they're able to do that most of the time, man. And that's they just gotta tighten up, bro. Like I don't I don't get it, man. <laughs> like I, I really don't get it, man. So I don't know, man. Hopefully we bounce we bounce back, man. We get uh next week get this ball rolling right now we're still we're still fortunate to be on top <laughs> of the AFC North but we you know we getting we starting to get to the back half of the uh, we getting to the back half of the season so it might not you know what I'm saying stay that way like Pittsburgh look like they trying to heat up um Cincinnati they they still looking kind of warm where they at I don't know what's going on with y'all for real, because y'all y'all started off high, look like y'all definitely cooling down. But right now, you know, as we know, like around week ten, week eleven, week twelve, week thirteen, the, these upcoming weeks that we about to go into, these next couple months of football, you need to be playing your best football. It's the time to be playing it, because once I get the once they get to that December and the team starts separating, yeah. you know so, what I mean? Like, this would have been a perfect week for us to win, you know, to tighten up the division a little bit more, you know what I mean? And we, we just, we can like I said, we came out there flat. Yeah. You, so you're right about that. You got to play your best football in these months because I don't know if, I don't know if the second best team in our division well, gets in. The AFC is extra tough. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's so many teams in the AFC that's 500 or better. You know what I mean? And one win could jockey you out the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So all in all, man, we, we need to tighten up, man. I, I'm a, I'm a, you might hear it here first, man, but I think it's, uh, I think it's about time for one of them Lamar streaks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. My takeaway from y'all game is one thing that you just said. The one thing that you said in the beginning, man, it's y'all number one. Y'all number one in rushing this week. You know, coming into this week, number one in rushing. And Lamar Jackson had thirty nine yards on nine carries. Like that's the that's the best. You know what I'm saying? That's the best. The running backs could help. Like they couldn't help pass thirty nine yards. Like come on, bro. <laughs> like that was wild. Uh, I will say Lamar Jackson, the short throwing throwing game, you know, kind of could supplement that or whatever. But the but the worst part about it is, is I saw that I saw the linebackers coming down like they was blitzing in the in the gaps or whatever, and then they just backed out. And it seemed like once Miami started doing that, you know, coming down bringing the linebackers in the a gap, set hut, you know what I mean, and then they back out into coverage. It was like oh snap, like we didn't even think about this. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like we don't know what to do with this, and then they got pre- they got decent pressure with the front four. So it was like once the well front three or four, whatever they run, but you know, whatever they was running. But you know what I'm saying? Decent pressure enough to where Lamar Jackson rolled out, and he was either running close to somebody and had to make an errant pass, or he was trying to scramble and got a yard. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or something like that. It wasn't. To be honest, 
it was a fancy cover zero or cover one that they was running. So like they they had the two inside linebackers showing like they blitz and they'll back at least at least one out most of the time. But they sending a nickel off the edge. So you know what I'm saying? And I was just watching it, bro. Like every down, like at first, the first half, they did it like first down and third down. But then in the second half, literally, they was doing it every play. Like, basically, like, we just going to keep sending it until they figure out a way to stop it. And that's what I'm – like how you alluded to the uh, your coordinator just not changing with the game plan. Like, mm-hmm. come on, throw a, throw a screen. Like, if you see – if you see they're doing this, and it was just crazy because you see these Miami guys, they – you would have thought they won. They won a playoff game, right? <laughs> they out here jumping on top of each other's heads, and you know, doing all this crazy. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, if you winning and you want somebody's head like that, if you turned up, then yeah, man, you you deserve to. You know, what I'm saying, show out a little bit. But I'm like, bro, these boys are showing y'all. These guys are showing y'all luck, bro. Like y'all supposed to be one of the, the top teams in the AFC, not even just the AFC North, just in the AFC period. Like y'all right. in the conversation week in and week out, who's the best team in the AFC? Mm-hmm. And then as soon as a commentator or an analyst or even a fan <laughs> says, Hey, it's Baltimore because of this, 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 and this, that next week, y'all pull up a dud. Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> like, come on. And like you like, said, this- like the duds and stuff is gonna happen, bro. But it's just like the telltale sign for me was in the fourth or in the fourth quarter when y'all was in the cover one or whatever. Y'all was in cover one. Chuck Clark was in the back. They motioned the receiver all the way to the left side of the offense and nobody runs with him. Like you're in man. Like where's the man that's supposed to be on this guy? And set Hut and Chuck Clark is like, oh, snap. He was already beat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That iced the game right there. Like, all right. Well, this 50 something yard or 56 yard or whatever it was. Like, no, where was the man? That's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody said, oh, snap, let me get over here. Chuck Clark seen him coming across and was just stood there like, Am I, I, I know I ain't yeah. supposed to go there because I'm supposed to be deep, but oh, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I nobody mean, that- was communicating. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that was the telltale for me. Like, this game, something was just off this game because stuff like that was happening. And then then we gotta we gotta address the other elephant in the room too. Like, yeah, they scored sixteen points in the fourth. One of them was a fumble six. So, mm-hmm. so we gotta address that too. And and also, Pat Queen had a fumble he could have picked up or could have fell on, but he tried to pick it up. So I was like, bro, I was like, brother, you gotta fall on that, bro. You can't try to scoop. Like you gotta. Like fall I get on it. That, bro. I get it. Like. I get it, man. You trying to be great and make a play, but you just falling on it is a play by itself. That's like, the play. That's the play. Like, I I don't know, man. Like, it's easy as a fan watching the game. Like, bro, just fall on it. But I got to think, like, even me playing, like, what if it was me, would I just fall on it or would I try to scoop that mug? Me being yeah. me, I probably would have tried to scoop that mug, too. But after the first... Yeah. Oh, I ain't got it. You know what I'm saying? Because I think he had like two tries at it. Like, he, yeah, he ran oh. past it and was grabbing it, like leaning kind of back. Once I feel like I don't got it in my hand, bro, 
And, and then you're so close to the offensive off. line. You're so close to the offensive line with the fumble. Like, at that point, you like, all right, bro. Like, me, I would love to scoop and score it, but I'm the type of dude, like, we losing, bro. Like, if I can get it, I got to get it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I was like, man, I was like, wow. If he would have just fell on it, that's a whole momentum shifter right there. It changes the game. So I think most fans, most fans look at the game, you know what I'm saying? And they see the score. Oh, I was 22 to 10. Lamar Jackson had the most rushing yards. The running backs didn't do nothing, bro. They didn't do nothing. Like, yeah, okay, they didn't do nothing. But it was still ebbs and flows in the game that could have changed it. And that that him failing to pick that up, we don't know what could have happened if he would have picked it up. Obviously, the game wouldn't have been nice. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So this, so it was just like, wow, man. So those two things right there, the fumble six and then um, – the fumble six and then the um him not picking up the fumble. I was like, that that's a, that was point swings right there. So uh, you know, that was that surprised me too. Like, I mean, I know Qu- Queen was doing his thing, but um, yeah, you should have picked that up though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so man, I don't know, man. So so that was good, man. That was good. You know, we got our upsets in. I wanted to yell at my team, but I can't yell at them too bad because Kind of figured they was gonna suck, but this week, bro, that's why I didn't pick them. I didn't pick them or bet on them because that's one of them games where you just look at it and then you like, ah, nah, right? For like it was a trap game, man. This was the week. Last two weeks been victim of the trap games. I, I ain't gonna lie, for a lot of teams. And I told people before the year, um, when we first started this at the beginning of this football season, that. Patriots was gonna get better, so their defense was better than it was last year. So proving that yeah. to be correct. But anyway, man, moving along, wanted to touch on some NBA standings, man. We got some weird stuff going on early now. It is early. It is early real, in the real season. Quick. Yeah. Real quick before we go to the NBA. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh getting his uh, jersey retired in Louisville. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely wanted to touch on that. Definitely wanted to touch on that. Man, shout out to Lamar for getting his jersey retired. A lot of people uh, think, you know, you see people's jersey get retired. You're like, man, that happens all the time. Not in Louisville. The only other person that got his jersey retired in Louisville is the Hall of Famer, Johnny Unitas. So, mm-hmm. hey, man, listen. And where did Johnny, where did Johnny Unitas play his career at? Man, it don't matter, bro. NFL career. Don't yeah, it matter. was the Baltimore Colts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Greatness follows greatness, man. Let's go. So, I, you know, I was, I, I was hyped for that, bro. It's in the cards, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, you know, his bro. career in Louisville was amazing, man. It was amazing. So, it's like, when I see what he did, and, you know, we know that most of these – uh like college in the NFL is totally different. So you got these quarterbacks that have these great college collegiate careers, but then it always it doesn't always end up being that same way going into the NFL. Well, Lamar Jackson, I do not think that's the case. If he is even close to these numbers in four years, which what well, this is his fourth year, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, this is fourth year. Stats later and probably come back to it. But his career stats at Louisville is 9,043 passing yards, 
4,132 rushing yards, 119 touchdowns. And of course he got a Heisman trophy as well. Like, and to be honest, just, just, you know, off the top of my head, I want to say his career numbers in the four years he's been in the league, including what he's doing right now, sounds pretty, pretty close, pretty close to that. You know what I'm saying? He didn't average, uh, maybe he probably a little less on the rushing yards just because he didn't start the whole season as uh, his rookie year, but he'd been averaging a, <laughs> a thousand yards <laughs> almost every season. He's on pace to have another thousand yards rushing I'm this to, year. He's already right. going to tell you. Over. You said what? I said, I'm about to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's he definitely you. doing his thing, man. He doing his thing. He got 9,532 yards in his four years here at, at Baltimore. 82 touchdowns. Only 26 picks. He got 3,545 rushing yards. 21 touchdowns. Need, need we, and, oh, 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 not to mention he has an MVP. <laughs> so that's the highest yeah, right yeah. there. That's the highest. Yeah, you right see what there. I'm saying? Like, so you can actually see, and that's what be killing me when I be saying people like, oh, he's a running back. Like, man, come on, bro. You don't put up numbers like that in college if you're a running back. You don't put up numbers like that your first four years in the NFL if, as a running back. You know what I'm saying? If, when you're a running back, you're a running back. Some of these guys that are cousin yards <laughs> you know what i'm saying a season so come on man get off my man's back man i think he i think he's gonna ride right had that monkey on him until he get one and i don't know hey he never won he never got one in louisville but i think he's definitely gonna get one in baltimore i don't know when it's gonna be hopefully it's sometime soon i'm hoping we get on this train this lamar train you know what i'm saying you've seen all your highlights that you did in college and now you got a little bit of extra juice man get that jordan secret stuff and we can ride this all the way into february right <laughs> yeah man i forgot that i was gonna talk about that i had that on my sheet and just kind of glossed right over it but yeah man i'm glad we brought that up lamar jackson is the man i knew he was gonna be the man because i was campaigning for it bro like come on bro we gotta get lamar man lamar the best quarterback in the draft no we didn't do it of course but whatever right. You know, whatever. We doing all right. We want a playoff game for the first time since ever. <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, yeah, man. But all right, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. Shout out to Lamar, man. Uh, so, going back to this NBA stuff that uh, that we was going to go to next before I so conveniently glossed over Baltimore news. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bunch of surprises. It's a bunch of surprises, man, that's going on in the NBA early. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's weird looking at NBA standings and not seeing the usual suspects. I mean, you see some of the usual suspects uh, when you look over into the Western Conference. Uh, you got the Golden State, number one, Phoenix, number two, uh, Dallas, number three, Denver Nuggets, four, five, Utah, six, uh, Clippers, which I guess you can say they've been usual as of late, but, you know, whatever. Um, Lakers, seven. Memphis, eight. So that's the eight over there. Then you got uh, in the east. And I know people going to be like, what? If you don't watch the NBA or if you just casual. But you got the Wizards, number number one. They, t- they ten and three. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. 
Chicago Bulls, 10 and 4, which we knew that they would kind of be uh, in a playoff race or whatever. Just I didn't think even this early that they would be number two. Uh, Brooklyn, uh, number three. Heat, number four. The Heat actually have a nice uh, squad. But, uh, you know, and when you get down to the, I do got to say, when you get down to the four, five, six for these conferences or whatever, four, five, six, seven, eight, it's all touch and go. Like it's eight six to eight wins you see in any in, in, in any time in an 82 game season or a long season um you can see people switch based off of you know like i said earlier about the nfl one or two wins so uh but anyway heat number four Cavs number five knicks number six sixers number seven hornets eight in your, in your boston celtics i'm gonna go down one more number nine seven and seven I, I, I don't know, man. I I wanted to bring this stuff, stuff up because, you know what I'm saying, I watch the NBA or whatever, and then I hear the conversations. I'm in a few sports groups, too, on social media. And I just look at it like, wait a minute, like, who do they have? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we went over the, we went over the Wizards roster uh, before the show, and I'm like, you like, the only person I know they got is Bradley Bill. And I'm like, he is the only star. Like, I mean, they got Kyle Kuzma, but is he a star? Like, you know what I'm saying? Spencer Dinwiddie is a decent player. We like, all right, <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, they got a good team. They got good teamwork so far. They 10 and three. And to put that in perspective, over on the West, the um, the Gold State Warriors 11 and two, and they looking like, I mean, they playing nice basketball over there. I mean, textbook ball over there. Like the ball is moving. Steph Curry is doing Steph Curryish things. <laughs> so they're looking pretty good, man. I just uh, I don't know. I had to bring that up just because even if you think about, even if you think about what two years ago or what last year, Utah Jazz was number one. You know what yeah, I mean? For, like, so it's like they number five. You know, coming coming in, they had a nice run all the way through a season or through a whole season. Then got injured in the playoffs, and now they number five. So it's like, all right, uh, the NBA is getting interesting again. Let's put it that way. <laughs> You're not seeing the usual guys up there. But to dive a little slightly deeper into it, man, the Lakers, it seemed like right now they kind of going up and down with the Russell Westbrook experiment. And that dude is turning the ball over like me. Like if I was on the NBA court, like they'd be ripping me left and right. Like, bro, you ain't been out here. This dude is making Aaron passes and everything. You feel me? <laughs> I'm like, right. hey, I'm like, hey, bro, this will look kind of, I mean, I, I feel like they'll get, it, get into the rhythm of it or whatever, but them turnovers, boy. <laughs> them bad boys got to go he he had he had a few games where he had 10 or more i'm like come on bro <laughs> like it ain't christmas yet my g trying to get another record yeah he, he, he about to, he about to get another he about to have the most quadruple doubles <laughs> right but them turnovers added but yeah more. man i mean when i when i look at this list man like like we always say, especially especially when it comes to basketball, like this list is gonna change. Like these top five, top ten teams are gonna or top eight, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna change. Like in the in the Western Conference, for instance, with Dame Dial over there in uh in Portland, I don't really see them staying at nine or lower the rest of the season. Grizzlies can make a push, uh Clippers can make a push. Of course, LA gonna make a push, you know what I'm saying? Like Right now, it's, you got a lot of different uh, different pieces on a lot of these different teams. It's like just getting the jail, getting the chemistry, and the thing. 
thing is if 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 people either know the game of basketball, maybe you played it, you know what I'm saying? You know, like sometimes you can start off great and have great chemistry. And most of that, maybe that's not even chemistry. Maybe it's just looking at people's athletic ability and everybody's just kind of on at that mind at that point. But as you get going in the season, some of them teams, them first couple of times you played them, didn't have that chemistry. But now you get later in the season. Now they playing lights out ball because now they didn't got some chemistry. Now they know who to trust. Now you didn't got warmed up. Now you didn't shook off the rust. Now you, you know what I'm saying? Now you in mid season form, right? <clears throat> and a lot of these teams they start off kind of sluggish, trying different, trying different lineups. Like okay, which is which is going to be my starting lineup, which is going to be the lineup that I, that I need to come off the bench. Uh, who who do I like? If we down to, if we down 15, 20 points going into the third, who do I need to get out there? Who You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think that can always – that's definitely going to fluctuate, especially in the West. Uh, it, cause it's, it's tough, man. The, the Suns was – the Suns look like they ready to go back to the thing again. You know what I'm saying? Uh, speaking of point God, you know what I mean? He had a hell of a move the other night. I've seen it on Twitter. <laughs> the night, and yeah, you heard it correctly. Point God, like, man, put some respect on his name. Man, I, <laughs> bro, it's, it's crazy because, man, like, it, it just a side, side note uh, before you finish, man, listen, people do not understand how great Chris Paul is just as a player, bro. Like, he went to the, he went to the, to the, I'm trying to refrain from using uh, preferred, uh, not preferred language, but he went to the Oklahoma City Thunder, bro. It was him and, and some high school kids and maybe one college player, and he took them to the playoffs, bro. Like, I'm like, come on, bro. Like, they were so unorganized, you know what I mean? They look, they play all organized and stuff like that when, uh, before Westbrook got traded, maybe he didn't want to be there. But I just think the leadership is different. You know what I'm saying? So he he brings those leadership qualities to teams. You know what I'm saying? When he gets to teams and they end up doing better than what, you know, they projected to be. So I, I, I don't think anybody would have said the Phoenix Suns would have been the Western Conference team in the finals last year. So no, they definitely they definitely wouldn't. I know I wouldn't have called it. But and then on the Eastern side, man, like you called earlier, man, nobody's seen the Wizards being number one right now. I definitely think that's going to change going down the stretch. You know what I'm saying? Might change in the next couple months. I definitely think that the East is going to definitely get uh get shaken up a little bit. Uh, Brooklyn, they, I don't know. I haven't watched a lot. It's, it's usually a freaking loss. Like, like I think I I watched all four of those all four of those losses that they took, and it, when they look bad, they look terrible. James Harden still trying to do the. I'm the dribble. I'm the dribble show, and like, bro, pass the ball, bro. Like, I get it, man. Like, you know, you're trying to get these certain calls. Like, you the reason. You one of the main reasons why they tightening up on some of these calls. Like, you're not gonna keep getting that, bro. Like, just play ball. Like, stop trying to pull out the cheat code. You know what I'm saying? So you can get go to the foul line and shoot 35 free throws a night. Like, stop. Uh, I don't. I think the Bucks gonna have to even when the game. Even in the, when the game was like, you know, more physical and stuff like that, and and fouls fouls were, you know, called when they seemingly were supposed to be called. I mean, sometimes you have some whack fouls. Could you imagine, like, if if they called fouls for Allen Iverson like they did for James Harden, like Allen Iverson would have had eighty points a game, like, 
He's probably the all time. Like he he dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. Points. He dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. Get past somebody real quick. Body check. Throw it up. Oh foul! Like that's Iverson. Like come on, bro. Like. Right, whatever, man. He so had, I definitely James Harden annoyed the hell out of me. I'm gonna just put that out there with that flop, with that all that doing this and pump, and like cut it out, bro. Like somebody trying to hit the button on 2K and they just tapping it. Sometimes it work, man. You know, we used to do that NBA Jam all the time, pump fake. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think the, the East definitely gonna fluctuate, man. Uh, you know, I think the Nets probably gonna move up, you know, eventually, especially once the, the chemistry get rolling, uh, and you know. K- KD ain't gonna let ain't, ain't gonna really let that gonna let them fall too much as long as he can stay healthy. Of course, that's the biggest. Thing. Hopefully, Boston make a move. I think the Hornets is gonna make a move. Um, I think the Hawks might make a move late. Uh, the Bucks, man, I don't know, man. Like, don't get me wrong, I like Giannis, I like Giannis, but I. I kind of feel like a lot of other people in the league feel, man. He like a just seemed like he a one trick pony. So you know we're gonna kind of see if last year was a fluke, but I do think they're gonna they're gonna end up making. They're not gonna sit at eleven a year. I know that. So they definitely gonna move up, and they probably gonna find their way back into the playoffs as well. But I don't see them being that top tier team as soon as you figure out how to maybe contain Giannis. You can't really officially stop it unless he's stopping himself, but he's it's a one-trick pony. If you can slow down those transitions to the bucket, you know what I'm saying, fast breaks or a Euro steps to the bucket and, and, and force him to force these other role players to, to step up. Like right now, this is where you kind of separate from them. You know what I'm saying? Because you let them get rolling and you let these role players get that confidence and then they get back into the – they might be back in it again. So I don't know, man, but it's definitely interesting, man. Like you said, basketball is starting to get back interesting again. I know I talked about it on a previous show, how, you know, I usually, I didn't, I used to be really into basketball back in the day, but not as much the last couple of years, but they definitely giving me reasons to, you know, come home and be like, man, who's playing tonight, you know, and, ca- and actually right. catch a game and watch it, sit down, talk some trash. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what we used to do back in the day was it a a, a bucket a, a bottle in the bucket bottle in the bucket <laughs> you know what I'm saying and watch, and watch your game you feel me so it's getting back to that man yeah I agree with you on the East 100 percent I think this whole top eight is gonna be shaking up like I mean you still gonna have the Nets in there the Bulls might still uh, make the playoff the Heat I think definitely will probably be in the playoff picture just at a lower seed I can't see Milwaukee being 11 like that's just they got shooters in Giannis so they'll be all right 76ers is they are conundrum I think they could go up further but they don't have a division win yet I mean so I don't know I don't know what that's looking like but (laughs) I don't know what that's about but anyway you know what I'm saying they they just they just one solid point guard away from going on a run point guard play away from um going on a run or whatever so, so that's that. You know what I'm saying? In, in, in the East, it has teams that can play. You know what I'm saying? Can play all the way out. Um, you, you know, the East normally will put five, a team at 500 or a few games below 500 in at the seventh and eight, sixth, seventh and eighth seed. So, all of this could be different. 
all of this could be different. I do agree with you, uh, with uh, especially with the uh, Bucks in terms of going on the run. Like once they, you know, put their foothold down, and you know what I mean, Giannis can go on the street. Because believe it or not, like it's kind of like baseball in a sense. Like once a player is on, get locked in. You know what I'm saying? He can have a ten game, twenty five point street. You know what I'm saying? Like just put a. We'll put this in perspective. The Wizards are ten and three. Well, they just won five games straight. So they would have been five and three. And if they would have lost any of those games in between, they would be right around the fourth to the eighth seed at this point. You know what I'm saying? So any of these teams, uh, specifically the 76ers or the Bucks, you know what I'm saying, can go on the five-game streak. Now, 76ers just lost four straight. So you figure if they would have won four straight, they would be 11 and two. Mm-hmm. Or twelve and two, they'd be twelve and two. So you know what I'm saying. So th- those game swings right now are like, okay, you know what I'm saying. We lost this many games or whatever, or we won this many games. But I remember specifically like uh, San Antonio, when San Antonio was on a dynasty run, they would go on fourteen game winning streaks, then lose three, and then go on ten game winning streaks. Like you know what I'm saying. So. I, I can see that happening with some of these teams. You know what I'm saying? If seven, if the 76ers can get that consistent play that they missing for the last four, you know what I mean? They can go on a five-game winning streak. All right, we're going to lose two. Mm. All right, now we're going to win eight straight. You know what I'm saying? So so that's what that's what I'm right. looking at. That's how I'm looking at it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's a game of runs, and all you got to do is just pull off some runs, and then, you know what I'm saying, it's over with. So, but anyway, uh, that's the NBA. Yeah. For, yeah. That's the NBA for the day, man. I just thought that was interesting because, man, this is a weird early start to the season, man. Like, weird early start to the season. I mean, uh, Jared Allen won player of the month last month. Like, when the last time the Cavs had a player of the month, it was LeBron. So, (laughs) so just just how weird it is. But anyway, all right, man. We're done with the sports, man. We're going to move on to entertainment. Oh, yeah, entertainment. Now, this is not necessarily entertainment, but I guess it is entertaining to a lot of people. Uh, man, I want to talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial, bro. <laughs> I want to talk about the Kyle. I think this is the most obvious, obvious case of uh, privilege, bro. Like, it's, 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 it's funny. It's funny, but it's sad as hell, too. I'm, I, You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm reading it and going through it or whatever. I'm looking like, okay, this 17-year-old dude at the time, he was 17, took an AR-15 and, you know, killed two people and wounded another person. You know what I'm saying? During a riot situation. And, um, and, And not even the fact that he just killed, you know, killed, killed two of them or whatever and injured the other one. He's hearing this in self-defense. Now, the jury, or not the jury, the judge didn't allow pieces of evidence. And one of the pieces of evidence that he didn't allow was social media posts where he was saying, like, he was going to do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I you know I got guns. And if they if they tearing up businesses, I'm going to go down there and do A, B, and C. You know what I'm saying? So he basically saying what he was going to do, you know, at 17. And then, uh, I don't know if it was today or yesterday. I believe it was yesterday. 
the judge dismissed six of the gun charges. <laughs> like one of the gun charges was having a gun under 18 years old, assault rifle under the age of 18 years old. He clearly had a gun at 18 before he was 18 years old. He has it on video. So how do you dismiss that charge, bro? I, I don't know, bro. I, I, that's just crazy. But anyway, um, so that's 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 the, those two points, man. I wanted to make as far as about that, like the, the pieces of evidence that got dismissed, and then two, the um, charges that got dismissed. One of them being uh, having a having a uh, assault rifle under the age of 18 like clearly that's how do you dismiss that charge when it's true but but anyway man. uh so that's clear clear case of privilege now to the entertainment part of this man this dude was on the stage trying to give an oscar performance bro like he i don't know did you see it when he was crying fake crying uh no, i didn't i didn't catch that part like I, i've been catching different little different clips you know what i'm saying but i i caught like yeah i caught a little bit of the crying part but i'm like i can't remember what i was doing i was doing something i'm like hold on bro just do crying i better get out of here bro like just like you said the to begin in the, in the beginning of this segment is that classic case of privilege like and my thing is man the the ver- uh the, the jury's supposed to be deliberating, so we should see get a verdict sometime today. You know what I'm saying? Depending. But I think they're gonna let him walk. For some reason, man, they're gonna he's gonna get something like, and my thing is, man, is that I hope not, man, because we you know we didn't talk about the riots over the last couple of years and all of that. I mean, you're gonna have another riot on your hand. And the only thing that any that I know for a fact that every black person and America is saying, like, let that have been me. One, I wouldn't even, it wouldn't have been no trial because I'd have got popped. Two, <laughs> if it was a trial, they would have gave, they would have threw the book at me. I'd have got me and put me in <laughs> in, in adult prison. Like, you know what I'm saying? You want to spend, like, it's a it's an open and shut case. But what I did see is that the one moment that stuck out to me that I just had to laugh and move on is that he he said he had got there was they asked him basically why did he had an AR-15 versus just getting a pistol? And he said he got it because it looked cool. Like that was his answer. Like, oh, I just got it because it looked cool. Like, like he he's playing this game like he don't know, like he like he's mentally challenged. You feel me? Like he 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 doesn't know what's going on, like he didn't know what he was doing. Like he was just doing stuff because whatever, like, oh, well, so you're talking, so you're saying you don't know what ammo that you had. He was like, well, yeah, I had, I put, I had to do this because I had to load the magazine. Oh, so you didn't know how powerful those, those bullets was. He was like, I just thought a bullet was a bullet. I mean, come on, cuz like you had to order them. You know what I'm saying? You had to get them. Like you had to do your research. Like, yeah, every, everybody, every kid, not even just kid. Every every person thinks the AR-15 looks cool. Everybody thinks the AR-15 looks cool. But like like I said, it's just an open and shut case, man. We, you got when you got when you got black folks dying in Walmart walking around with a fake gun, a fake gun. You got you got people going to jail and getting murdered by the police. Kids kids in over the park with a fake gun getting killed. 
Yeah, with a fake gun, just having fun playing around versus a, a, a Caucasian kid talking about, oh, I got this AR-15 because it looked cool. I didn't know what I was doing. And he still won. He still made it home. He still went home that night. My G, like he in, didn't even, in, in the pictures. It wasn't no straight to jail thing or nothing. Like, bro. In the pictures, when you look at the pictures, like from the incident, no matter what, the main picture that they show on everything, like, I look up CNN, for instance. Like, if I look up CNN and I look at pictures from the incident, he has the AR-15 walking next to, like, police officers, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he just walking through, like, I mean, it's your right to carry, bro, but if it's your right to carry, and it should be my right to carry, which that's the point of the, the gun charge or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? You had an AR-15, which is illegal, under a certain age. So if you're doing it under a certain age and it's illegal, you know what I'm saying? You should be charged for that. You know what I'm saying? So, right. you know what I'm saying? Even And, and I even read that his friend bought it for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, his friend bought it for him. So he should be charged, too. You're like, you know what I'm saying? You can't sell no gun to somebody that's underage. Like, come on, bro. Like, so so it's just it's just crazy. You know what I'm saying? They do, you know what I'm saying? They doing all this stuff or whatever, and it's just blatant. Like, blatant, blatant racism blatant privilege or whatever man like this dude went and shot some people you know what i'm saying he claimed self-defense now could it have been still self-defense in a, in a sense maybe but like I, i'm just imagining like it's all this evidence against you bro like you know what i'm saying like you you on social media saying that you're gonna do this if they start looting businesses you got a gun and you underage all of these all of these things is damning, bro. You know what I'm saying? All of these things is damning, but the judge is throwing the shit out and and and, and cussing out the prosecutor for bringing it up. Like, huh? Yeah, they, like y'all hiding it. Like clearly y'all hiding. Like, yeah, bro. They they about to they about to try to get the, let this man walk, bro. Like for real. Not, and the thing is, man, I just I just pray for everybody's reaction after they let this man walk. I, I hope they don't. Uh, even if they give him a, they gonna definitely if they don't let him walk, they are gonna give him a lesser charge, bro. But the, the the uproar that's gonna happen in the in the in the community, bro. And then you, that's that's why these folks gotta understand why why black folks feel the way they feel, especially towards the justice system and the police. You you say you want to say we should trust the justice system, you know what I'm saying? And they're here for you, like no, you're not. Like when you're letting a man go you know, take a lesser charge or walk, you feel me? And the evidence, every, like you just said, everything, all the evidence is pointing straight to him. Like, no, bro. And he killed two people. It ain't like he just went in and got a bunch of wounded. Like, no, he killed two people. You know what I'm saying? He killed two people. Like, nah, but y'all tripping. Y'all bugging, man. So I ain't gonna lie, man. I, I'm I'm just trying not to be outraged by it myself, man. I'm trying to, which is sad because at this point, this is not something that we should be numb to, but it, it just kind of is. Kinda, like, kinda you know. is. Yeah, it's just wild, yeah. man. Like, you just see the overwhelming, like, evidence against them, too. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can get, you can get a, you can get a, a, a officer, you know what I'm saying? They can unlawfully well, there ain't never a, a lawful way to kill somebody unless they, you know, trying to come and kill you. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, threatening your family right. and all that stuff physically or whatever. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? They can kill somebody and then they can get paid and still be on desk duty and all of this stuff while the investigation is happening and all that crazy stuff. 
or you get somebody who shoot up a church and he get taken to Burger King. But then you literally got kids with fake guns. Like that's what they sell fake guns for. So kids can play cops and robbers and all of that stuff. And they getting killed in the park, bro. And then you could go on desk duty and chill. Like, like, come on, bro. Like what, like y'all talking about some justice. You got white swimmers, a white swimmer. I'm not going to say his name on here. Cause I don't know it offhand. Who, who can, who can, you know, sexually harass a woman. And that's just putting it lightly. You know what I'm saying? You can put your hands on her without consent and you can get probation, but then you got players, NFL players who get accused or, or college players who get accused and they can go to jail for 10 years and not never do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? They never did it. Then 10 years later, the evidence come out and she lied. So you just wasted 10 years of this man's life, but you couldn't send this man to jail, like this boy to jail. Like, like right. where, where are we, the, what are we doing here? At the end of the day, all they do is say, oh, I'm sorry. Like, nah, bro. But she need to go do, if I did 10, bro, she need to go do, she need to go do 15. She got, they got to double it, bro. She got to do 20. And I need, right. and I need my restitution. Like, you sent me to jail. Facts. Damn, damn like man restitution plus like that uh what's the damage of character all of that bro like i just had to sit here and go through all the stuff of being being in prison for a crime i didn't commit and now y'all i could have died in them 10 years that i did now y'all talking about my my bad what <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to pull some uh Oh, dang, man, that mood just fell out of my head, man. Uh, with Gerard Butler and, and, and Jamie Foxx. I don't know what you're talking about, too. I can't think of what it's called, though. It's called something citizen. Law-abiding citizen. Yep, I'm about to go law-abiding citizen on y'all. Like, that's one of my favorite movies, but still, I feel him like, man, what? Y'all did what? And let him go? What? All right. It's just, it's just wild, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's wild, the discrepancy, man. And people act like they don't see it. Just like you can elect a president. You can elect a president who say misogynistic stuff against, I'm going to grab her by the, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Or making fun of people with disabilities. But then when Obama get elected or he president-elect or he running, or let's see his birth certificate. Like, what? <laughs> like, why you gotta see his birth certificate for? How about you arrest this man for grabbing women where he shouldn't be grabbing them at? Like, come on, bro. Well, we could elect him, but we can't. We ain't asking for his. You know what I'm saying? It's just wild, bro. It just beats me, bro. And that's what I don't understand. Like, people don't even think rational about it. They just automatically take a side and then stay on that side, no matter whether they right, wrong, or indifferent. Like, if you, if, if if somebody right, cool, but it shouldn't be based off of. Just oh, I'm a, I'm this, I'm white, so all the white people should get off, or I'm black, so all the black people should get off. No, man, did the man kill somebody or not? Did he have a gun at, under the age that he was supposed to have it or not? Like, what is all of this politics stuff for? He either did it or he did. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, so whatever, man. But we know it's we know it's we know what it is. We know what it is. Anyway, man, moving along. We did the sports. We did the entertainment. Now we about to do the extra sheet. Shit, man, what you got for extra shit today, man? Any extra shit you done seen, did, about to do? <laughs> uh, I just got to say, not really, but I do got to say this because it, it is the season for it. I got greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, ham, hog, malt, <laughs> hog, chicken, 
chicken, chicken, you name it. Nah, all right, that's pretty much all I got, man. I, I know you just get ready. <laughs> ready <for Thanksgiving. laughs> he said, he said, I'm about to do some extra shit right now. Facts, facts. It's called extra shit for a reason. So I had to wild out real quick. But nah, just uh trying to get ready for the uh, holiday season, man. Going over some stuff with my wife saying, like, hey, what we gonna do? Uh you know, starting Christmas shopping early, early, you know. I be trying to tell people, I've been trying to tell people that the last couple of years. Like, man, stop waiting till December to be trying to get these Christmas gifts, man. And then you sitting here stressed out because you can't find stuff and all of this. Like, man, start early. Like, whatever, whoever got the last birthday after that, before before November or during November, like after that, just depending on how, how birthdays fall in your family. Like, for me, after October, like, after, like, towards the end of uh, the middle of October, I'll start thinking about Christmas, like, off drips, like. I tell the kids, like, hey, get y'all list ready. They looking like, man, we haven't even ate turkey yet, Dad. I'm like, look, get your list ready now. Because if you don't get your list ready, if you come handing me your list the 1st of December, I'm going to laugh at you. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, we'll see. Because at this point, I didn't already gave you what I was going to give you. Like, your stuff already put up, probably already wrapped, for real. (laughs) Like, I'm trying to go in December with a chill. But, you know, before we get to that, man, just get ready for Thanksgiving, trying to see what we're going to do, doing something different this year. Uh, personally, you know, have I had it before? I've never actually cooked a duck myself. And, of course, I got to be extra <laughs> since it is, you know, the extra uh, segment. And I'm going to smoke it, so. My first time doing a duck, I'm still not putting it in the oven. I'm going to put it on this bad boy grill, and we're going to have smoked duck for uh, <laughs> for, th- uh, for uh, Thanksgiving. That's, what's up, that's pretty what's much up. all I got, man. I'll... What about what about you? What you got, man? You got some extra stuff going on or about to do some extra? What, what's good? Man, listen, boy. I'm always doing something extra, man. I'm over here making stuff, bro. I done made ornaments, you know what I'm saying? Me and my kids, we're going to do a new tradition where – Every year, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to handcraft something for them. You know what I'm saying? We're going to hang them up together. So we're going to have a tree probably full of custom ornaments by so two years from now, probably. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everything going to be custom because, you know what I'm saying? So that we doing that or whatever, which y'all can find those on uh, Curse Custom Engraving, by the way. Uh, and if y'all want some too, you know what I'm saying? Join the tradition, you know? But <laughs> But yeah, so you know we can. Uh, so I'm doing that or whatever, trying to just uh, keep Thanks. my design and stuff up, or whatever. Um, that's it. And then I don't know what I'm doing for the holidays. I'll probably bring that up next week since that'll be the week for it. Once I figure that out. But uh, you know my holiday plans ever since uh, you know what I'm saying me and my wife split, ex-wife split, been all through the air. So <laughs> I don't know bro, what I'm doing yet. I'll figure that out hey. before next week. But uh. You know, you know, you always got a plate in the seat next to your ball. Oh man, you know, you know, I might take you up on that because it might, you know, games. I definitely be watching the games. Which, which next right. week, next week, we gotta, we gotta do the uh, pick the pick the teams on on Thanksgiving. But anyway, do us like a Thanksgiving with wager it. or something. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah, man. So I don't know, man, nothing, nothing too, nothing too major. Just, uh, over here crafting stuff for them. You know what I'm saying? To keep it, keep it, uh, keep, keep the holiday traditions going, at least trying to start something new for us or whatever. Uh, yeah, man. So that's about it. 
Uh, I see extra shit, though, all the time, though. I ain't even going to lie to you, bro. I be hearing stuff and seeing people doing stuff, bro, and I just be rolling like, all right. <laughs> Especially my kids, bro. They be doing all kind of stuff. I be like, all right, y'all weird. <laughs> I ain't going to put them on front street today, though, bro. I'm going to wait till they do something extra funny. Right. And then I'm going to be like, all right, now y'all got to be on front. <laughs> but, yeah. But, man, we have fun over here, man. That's all we doing, having fun, nothing too extra. Probably um, – probably see you know in terms of christmas you know what i'm saying i do the same thing you do i get they list a little early if possible and sometimes you know what i'm saying i wait for a, for a little while after i stack some bread or something like that and then just order their stuff or whatnot but mm-hmm. man as far as that go i'm with you boy because i ain't you ain't nothing coming i can't i can't do that anyway because my son birthday december 1st and my oldest his birthday december 23rd so i can't all I right. can't. I can't be lollygagging, bro. <laughs> like, I lollygag. I got to right. do birthday parties and Christmas, and I'm done. Like I'm, I'm dead I did, if I, I lollygag. Yeah, yeah, I, I do too, bro. You know, my my youngest her birthday in December too, so that's why I'm like, look, man, y'all got to get it to me early, because if not, man, y'all gonna be y'all gonna y'all better be happy with what you got. If you're not, I'm taking it back. <laughs> that's why I'm at. Like, oh. Oh, uh, you don't want to play with this? I mean, Dad, it's cool. All right, cool. It's gonna be cool. Go. <laughs> when I see that refund hitting three or five business days, right? <laughs> what that's some, to my that's, one some, thing. that's some extra shit right there, boy. How you can go in there and spend your money, and then you gotta wait five days to get it back? That's that's some extra shit. Right, right. And take Friday's <laughs> right. Like, that's why once bro. I got stuff, they're like, well, you can return it. I'm like, man, I'm not about to. I need the money now, bro. Like, y'all got me. I might as well keep it. I might as well just sell it to somebody wholesale. Like, whatever, bro. <laughs> like, I need the cheese now, bro. Like, I, I bought it for 200 bro. Give me give me 150 right now. It's yours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Straight like, like that, bro. Let's I don't know. Know. But that is what well. Yeah, man. But yeah, man. All right, man. First time recording in the morning, man. Thinking we're good. Next time, man, we're gonna go live for y'all. Go live. Y'all gonna see uh, you know, a little bit of yes, production quality in terms of the banners and stuff. I'm gonna have my, you know what I'm saying, stuff down there, you know what I'm saying? So you can see it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm just talking shit, bro. But anyway, man, <laughs> we're gonna get up through out of here. Anything you wanna say before we get out of here, bro? Uh, yes and no. Well, yeah, I do, but because I meant to say this on the extra on the extra part. Who came up with this no nut November one? That's crazy. Y'all need to stop that. That is childish. (laughs) Two, it's no shape, right? Like you just ain't gonna bust no bust no hot ones for a month. Like man, that's called depression. Um, (laughs) but uh, but speaking of. No, no blank November. It is no shave November. You know, I always participate. Uh, first class beer products is available. So if you're letting your beer grow through this November, it, that's no reason for it to be out here looking all shabby and dry. You know, always holler at, uh, holler at first class, man, to you, my boy. But other than that, man, that's it, man. Check me out on the Twitter page. That's uh, EZE721. Also, check out the YouTube channel, man. We're trying to get that going, rolling with First Class, and that's under uh, First Class Podcast. We got a new ep- – we got a, our current episode that we just did last uh, Saturday with my man Grant Williams, or a.k.a. G-Strings, 
Uh, he was a guest on that show. Great show. Had a lot of laughs. Real deep conversation. Definitely uh, worth uh, a listen or a look. You know what I mean? So go ahead and check that out. It's on YouTube right now. Yeah, man. Shout out to Grant for coming down and doing that with you. Like he said, check everything out first class. Uh, definitely check out the 4-3 podcast. That'll be coming to y'all tomorrow. Check that out with uh, E himself, Scoots Bronson, S. Foster, and J.D. You know what I'm saying? Check that out. I was on there, but due to time constraints, I couldn't be. And I'm sorry. I still be listening and making my picks, though, because <laughs> uh, I'm trying to win, boy. <laughs> I'm trying to win. <laughs> but anyway, man. Uh, hopefully I could get that free back up so I could hop back on. But anyway, man, um, yeah, check that out, man. It's a great show. It's like a uh, it's like a panel version of this kind of um, just all about football. You know what I mean? Uh, college, high school, if it's some high school anecdotes, too. So for everybody who uh, like like all things football, check them out. Um, you can check me out on the link ENT LLC. Uh, I'm going to bring back the link podcast at the beginning of the year. That will probably also be uh, going live for all the people who uh, who listen or, you know, watch it on YouTube because, you know, on YouTube, I put everything up there, even if it's just audio. So uh, y'all can check that out. We'll be on video then, too. Um, what else, man? Oh, Curse Custom Engraving. Yeah, man. Check out Curse Custom Engraving. Like I said, I just put the ornaments up. Uh, that I made for my uh, boys. Y'all can have y'all's too enjoying that Christmas tradition. I also got coasters and um, QR keychains up there. Man, let me tell you about the QR code keychains. Now, I know a lot of people make them or whatever or um, have them, but I uh, made mine linked to a link tree. So uh, it's basically just having, and if I, I forget to have business cards on me all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be out. People talk to me. Hey, man, what you do? What you do? Such and such and such and such. Man, I don't even got no cards on me. I ended up having an extra QR code keychain on me when I was doing a shoot for a photo shoot and I just ha handed it to somebody. You know what I'm saying? And they was like, oh, how does this work? I was like, just pull out your camera and come on, pulled it out. Business card. So, you know what I'm saying? So they could just click everything right there. They can even pay you from there. So, uh, yeah, man, y'all got to check some of this stuff out that we got on Curse Custom Engraving. And even if you don't get it from me, man, y'all got to think about it for y'all businesses. I will gladly consult you, my friend. But, <laughs> but anyway, the link entllc.com, everything the link ENT except Instagram is the link entertainment LLC. Check out Curse Custom Engraving. Check out First Class. Here, we about to be out here. Sports, entertainment, and extra shit. Until next time.